Ladies and gentlemen, please take your seats. The show is about to begin. Amazon's not instantaneous. Like you have to go down to Radio Shack and pick one up. Right? Uh, Radio Shack does not exist. Uh, That's unless, not true. It exists yeah. out here. Unless you're in, unless you're Samwise Ganges and you're working for Radio Shack and Stranger Things. But other than that, no. Dude, it does not Radio exist. Shack exists out here. Well, out here it's about three thousand miles away. So, well, yeah, yeah, but that that's not. I don't have to go back in time to go to Radio Shack. So anyway, we're recording, so welcome to Cavs the Podcast. Oh, are we already recording? Oh, uh, I'm Nate Smith. I'm here with Evil Genius. I'm here with uh, one Tom Pestak. And uh, Cavs look pretty good in a win tonight over the admittedly hapless uh, Detroit Pistons. Um, but it was the, I mean, would you agree? I don't know if they were hapless. That, that's a well. No, extreme. they've been very bad on the road. They've been a very bad road team of late. I'm talking about in their last several games. Um, I think the stat I read on them is they are undefeated against teams that are on the second night of a back to back, and they haven't won against any other teams. So wow. Um, yeah, since the Blake Griffin trade. So, yeah. And and they oh yeah I did I think I did read that too yeah so that the, they they've been struggling especially on the road and uh, the Cavs that's not hapless though I mean hapless is the Phoenix Suns okay <laughs> okay <laughs> the struggle the mightily or, struggling or the Bulls Detroit tonight did you see the Bulls tonight losing at one point yeah. by Tank, Tank almost City. forty in the first half <laughs> yeah. yeah and isn't Kyrie Irving out yeah exactly. Yeah. I think Although, the Bulls. I think the Bulls woke up and realized that that there's the the number one pick still in in reach. <laughs> so I don't know if you were watching tonight, but I was watching, and um, Marcus Smart did the Cobra Kai move where he fell on his back and yeah. like, the reverse handspring to get on his the handspring to get on. It's like feet. a ninja. It was pretty sweet. That's what the commentators said. Yeah, that was that's how sad that game was. That was the highlight of that game. Yeah, that was pretty bad. But but how about Larry Nance, who was I mean, we're we can all agree he was the story of that game for the Cavs. First start as a Cavalier. Um, pretty impressive. Am I right, EG? It was about time. <laughs> you're not even like happy. You're just you're just like No, hey, I'm pissed <laughs> I'm honestly I'm pissed off because Tyron Lou either is just too beholden to his clutch representative veterans or he's just not very smart because this guy's had this talent and this ability you put you, yeah you extend it if you if you extend his minutes from 20 a night which is what he was getting 
to 32 and you start him, this, this is, is what, what you're going to get. get. Right. Yeah. 22 Not points. Right. I, I, I didn't watch it, but I heard he was very defensive when he was getting all the Larry Nance questions in the postgame <laughs> interview because what you can't he can't claim credit for it. It became because of an injury. Whether that injury was real or not. Yeah, I don't know. But, uh, you know, Larry Nance, 22 points, 15 rebounds, two steals, zero turnovers and assist. Um, Well, he had, and he had 18 and 10 at halftime. Yeah, 9 of 15 from the floor, 4 or 5 from the line. I mean, he did everything that you need a center in the NBA to do right now and he was like he had just his timing is impeccable on the roll um he's so good in the high post like he just if the pass isn't there he doesn't force it he'll just take the uh you know the elbow jumper Um, i know you think i'm crazy for saying that earlier about about comparing him to a like a like a thinner but more bouncy um jokovic but uh or Jokic, i mean but Honestly, I think he give him a chance, man. His passing, his I, his passing for a, a big man that can play in the post and and even in, and even underneath like that, just sublime. His passing is terrific. Oh yeah, it, it totally. I'm shocked is. he only wound up with one assist because it looked like he had it looked like he had five. Well, he um he did he had more than one pass that led to guys getting to the free throw line. So it's like, you know, you don't get an assist for that, but yeah, it it, it definitely can. Directly led to points, um, and then I mean, look, Jokic wasn't Jokic wasn't uh, anything special until they started really featuring him and, and putting him in the high post and running the offense through him. And again, Nance will probably never have that opportunity because of LeBron, because the offense is never really going to run through him. But but man, it did it did it'd be so smart, and he's so and he's such a good and he's so quick and decisive when he passes the ball. Right, and and not only that, if you take away the pass, like you saw the difference between him tonight and a guy that is too unselfish, in Chetty Osman, who had five turnovers and they were all really bad passes. Like yeah. I would say, four of them were just from straight overpassing when he should have just shot the ball or you know. Well, he missed those down. first. He missed those first two threes. Yeah, and you could tell he was gun shy after that, so he was yeah. probably passing when he should should have just kept shooting. Yeah, but he had a sweet reverse in transition. Uh, when he had that crossover step back, Jay, which was yeah. incredible. Yeah, and he had a couple threes in garbage time, so it kind of made up for it. Um, lost his starting spot to Rodney Hood, who Rodney Hood did lead the team. Um, well, I guess he didn't lead the team in plus in shots. <laughs> no, he did not. He had 12 shots, um, made four of them, uh, five for five at the line. I, it's hard to tell what Rodney Hood does well. <laughs> like he's he's CJ Miles. No, CJ Miles is a much better shooter. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I think Rodney Hood is a confidence player, and he's got to get his confidence back right now. He will. Um, he's got to get in a rhythm a little better, and and he's still young, so I'm I'm not too worried about that. I actually feel like when Kevin Love comes back, he should probably be starting at the two instead of J.R. Smith. I still don't feel like they're running many plays for him yet. Well, no, they're not. He's just kind of and they're looking for him to just just get to just use his off the you know his uh, his dribble to get shots for himself. And he did that some in the Sixers game, 
um, more than he did tonight, in fact. But um, but you can tell, like he's gonna he he'll put it together. He's got it too good of a of a, a shooting stroke not to. Like it, yeah. it it looks natural, and it's I think if they can if they can get him, they can really look at at ways to get him freed up a couple of times a game for for the spot up threes. That's what he was hitting before the all-star break. Like they were finding ways to get him freed up for some, some top of the key and corner threes. And he was draining them. And now it's too much asking, you know, having him take him off the dribble. And those ones just aren't, aren't falling the way that, that the spot up ones did. Right. And he's got a decent mid range game, but he's one of those guys that goes to the mid range way too much. Um, it, for as poorly as he kind of shoots there. I mean, he's got a good one, but, you know, he's still only shooting about 38, 37% there, you know, it, which, yeah. you know, is, is a little above average in the NBA, but it's, it's not a great shot. You know, as I said in the podcast, an early, uh, a contested two early in the shot clock is about the worst shot you can take in basketball. Am I wrong, Tom? No, you're not wrong. <laughs> Tom Pestak still here. <laughs> Tom, I feel like Tom's playing Rocket League and uh, he's sort of listening to us with one ear. Well, no, I was just wondering. He, he's either that or he's in a submarine. Uh, I was just wondering if uh, we could use the word hapless to describe Tristan Thompson. Oh, yes, yes, okay. you can. Okay. How about uh, how about soon to be unemployed, Tristan Thompson? Uh, well, <laughs> well, that's the thing. That's the thing about guaranteed contracts. He yes. won't be unemployed. How about how about stretch paid Tristan Thompson? Yeah. Well, Tristan Thompson looked I mean, I, I don't know if you watched him let, let's pull up his numbers since the All Star game, but I'd rather been, watch I'd I'd rather watch Ante Zizic for, for thirty eight minutes hey, than Tristan, Tristan Thompson. Tristan Thompson lo- or Ante Zizic look looked like a competent NBA player tonight. He looked uh, like he found his game again back in Canton. Yeah. Well and and I, I another thing I said on the on the pod, it's like Big minutes so hard if you're not getting minutes to get in a rhythm because, you know, it's – you just have to find the rhythm of the offense. And Zizic clearly, you know, wasn't there earlier. But he's got so much more confidence now. Defensively, he's recognizing so much. But And, you know, I think people kind of forgot he was a rookie too. So, yeah. I mean – yeah, let me let me pull up his uh, numbers since the All Star game. Although the funny thing is, his rebound numbers are kind of a joke because he's gotten so many rebounds of just I'm the only guy near the ball. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, I put that in the in my yeah. write up in in the uh, in the last game that it, it was just so many of these so many of these rebounds that he's getting are just like the the long the three cam and the other team's already running the other way. And Tristan's just there to grab it. Like very few, I feels like very few, I could be wrong once you look at the numbers, but very few of them feel like they're the offensive variety that mm-hmm. he used to be a specialist at mm-hmm. where like you just knew that you could throw the ball up and there was a, there's a better than 50, 50 chance. Tristan was going to come down with the offensive board and give you an extended possession. And that's just not happening this year. And maybe that's the calf injury from earlier. Maybe that's the the weight he seemed to have gained. The the less being less bouncy. Uh, who knows? It's just whatever it is. It's just it's not yeah. the same Tristan Thompson that we saw. And 
to be honest, it really wasn't the same Tristan Thompson last year in the finals either. Oh, I'll agree with you there. So Tristan Thompson shooting 53% from the field, which is below his career average of about um, 59%. Um, and then his uh, rebound rate, he's, he's averaging about uh, 10 rebounds a game, which in 23 mi- minutes a night is, is a good number. But his plus minus uh, is negative 9.8 in 22 minutes a night, which is, wow. <laughs> that is abysmal. Like, yeah. they're just bleeding points when he is on the uh, has been on the court. And you, you saw say hapless. Team. Yeah, hapless. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that whole switching, he can't switch on little guys, on guards anymore. Like, the whole notion that he can't anymore needs to be erased. And clearly to me, it looks like something is wrong with him physically. Um, yeah. I think. Well, he's got a he's got an ankle injury, and you you can't see the air quotes I'm doing right now. But yeah, um, you but think, yeah, you think it was an ankle injury? Like LeBron's? I think it was a face saving move because I think they realized they had no choice but to but to put. No way! No way! No yep. way! Yep. No way! You Absolutely. cannot me that. Did it look like he was hurt at any point last night in, or in the last game? He looked hurt, like you said, said, for over a year. Yeah, but they said he they said he yeah, turned he, his ankle. But he wait, came back. back. Wait, wait. Explain to me how the same coach and same team that was putting Isaiah Thomas out there over and over and over has now suddenly decided that you know when Tristan's not a hundred percent effective, they're going to fake an injury. I just I. I mean, maybe some teams would do that with Tristan. I don't think the Cavs have that in them. <laughs> I don't uh, think Toronto lose. Seemed that. pretty suspicious to me. Well, in in Tristan's defense, so he did play a very large amount of minutes in the Denver game. Um, I believe he played 28 minutes. Uh, Nance was in a little bit of foul trouble and also got hurt himself late. Um, and he twisted his ankle in like the third or fourth quarter. And then he came back cause Nance had to go out and I well, have, no, I have played those games. Nance where didn't have to go out. Nate, he, he took him out. <laughs> no, he did. He did hit his knee. Yeah. He, he said he hyperextended knee. it, but, but yeah. he said that he was okay to come back in. Right. But, that's but he I'm didn't saying. come back in. He, he went out cause of an injury. <laughs> no, I'm saying, I'm saying about Nance. Right. Yeah, Nance went out an injury. That's why Tristan came oh, back. He banged, he banged oh. knees. He banged knees with. Um, Did you watch the game, Tom? No. <laughs> what are you doing, man? <laughs> I thought you were Cavalier to, fake no, news. I thought I thought you were to the Spurs game when no. Lou took Nance out because he got his fourth foul. That was no. like two weeks ago. Oh, that's what you were talking about. No, <laughs> no, no. The, just the last game I against said the, the Nuggets Denver game. Okay, sorry. Hashtag fake news, Tom Pestak. <laughs> so, um, no, uh, what, I, what I was saying, though, but I've, I've rolled my ankle like that before, and then, like, you you finish the game, and then the next morning you get up and you can't walk on it. Like, I've done that before. So, sure. So, it, clearly, a professional athlete is going to be just like my experience. So. Exactly, Yeah. <laughs> Well, whatever whatever it was, I don't think he's getting a starting job back. And by the way, if he does, I bet Tyler he should be does. Tyler, Tyler should be fired. 
I bet you he does, and I bet you Ty Lue's not. That's going to be my prediction because what are the the Cavs are eighteen and three this year when Tristan doesn't play. They went on a fourteen game winning streak with running Channing Fry, and what the heck happened when Tristan was ready to go again? Fry got not only did he get benched, he got out of the rotation. <laughs> so I don't know. I that was, that was pre that was pre trade deadline. I don't yeah, think it happens now. Uh, the trade deadline. If you really think about it, was what we've come to understand about the Cavs that between Dan Gilbert just willing to absorb such insane amount of salary and giving, you know, his GMs the mandate to do anything, it's not that weird that if you really consider historically that the team did what they did at the trade deadline. Similarly, it's very in character for the Cavs, specifically Teron Lou, to like play guys he feels like he should play. Like he, this is the same guy that played Mo freaking Williams <laughs> knew, in the I finals. Mo freaking Williams would be the <laughs> next three words. <laughs> you knew it was coming because it's so ridiculous. I mean, Mo Williams played like over three hundred minutes that year, and he had a plus minus of like minus three hundred in those three hundred <laughs> minutes. Mm. And it's like at no time should he ever have been in the finals. I don't care if like. One of Delhi's legs fell off. You still should not have. Pushed yeah, it should have been like, Tom, like but, but the difference fell. is no. But the difference is okay. You're you're replacing a guy in Delhi who, while he's a good defensive player, was not setting the world on fire offensively. Larry Nance, what Larry Nance did in the starting lineup tonight, there's no coming back from that. Unless the guy tails off completely. He did this against Andre Drummond and Blake Griffin, arguably a, one of the better front two guys in the, in well, the NBA. I would actually, I would actually kind of take a, your point a different direction. I would say it's really the defense that if he's going to remain the starter, I think it's that. I, I mean, Channing well, Fry. But he gives you both. Well, yeah. I, I know, I know, but I'm saying I actually don't think it's the offense. I think it's the fact that he's so good defensively that might force Lou's hand to be like, yeah, he, he needs to get more minutes. He needs to start. He needs to play more with LeBron. And that would, yes. that would kind of be the impetus for starting. I mean, to me, the offense is just, it's amazing. And seeing how effective he is as a dive man, I mean, I mean, we kind of, you know, we're salivating over the, co- the prospect of DeAndre Jordan. And now I'm thinking like, dude, Nance oh, isn't so that got far. Nance in bed. He isn't, he's he isn't, yeah. He isn't that far off as a dive man, though. No, he isn't. I, I know. I agree. And he's a better I'm, passer, and he can shoot out to you know twenty feet. He's like, plus he's on a bargain contract this year, and it's, it's yeah. Well, yeah. Not that that matters in Cavs Dan Land, but no, yeah, but it, it's beyond I, I my wildest like, expectations of the player that I, I thought he was. I mean, he's, I just well, I, you know, that play tonight where you know, he gets his hand on so many balls and he gets so many steals. And he got that steal. He jumped right in front of Blake Griffin. And then you see him like calling for J.R. Smith saying, come on, come on, I'm setting you a pick. And he rolls really quickly. Like he almost, almost like kind of slipped the screen. He rolled so fast. And J.R., you know, throws up a, throws up a, throws up a knuckleball. Yeah. Filthy pass. That was so sweet. I mean, do you guys, well, do you guys or have, or just that JR is really bad at lob passes, and it makes it look that is, much spectacular, more spectacular. Let me think about some of the ones he's thrown LeBron over the years, where it's like back behind his head or way way too high. Yeah. But he well, like how Booby Gibson used to throw him to LeBron. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, but Nance is, I mean, he is really what the doctor ordered. And, oh, yeah. I mean, I'm just so thrilled about it. But I don't know, man. I, I don't know that Ty Lu has suddenly changed his stripes just because the Cavs. I, I don't know how I don't know how you can go back to Tristan starting after this. I really don't. I, I, All right. Well, we'll see. I'm gonna. We'll see. I, I mean, we'll, we'll, I, we'll revisit this, if, but I think um, I think I'll, I'll I'll wager my fake chips on. Um, we'll see Tristan on the starting lineup again. Ugh. So if if Larry Nance keeps playing like this and Tristan comes back and starts, I think you will see a mutiny from Cavalier fans <laughs> like. You know, Duck Fan Lou, or whatever. <laughs> yeah. So uh, this, this was my favorite tweet of the night, and they played it on NBA TV, which I hate watching because I can't stand Isaiah Thomas, either of them, by the way. But um, but they had this tweet from this person calls herself Amelia Earhart, number one. Uh, five star will also be a kid from Akron. Steal of the year. Hashtag Larry Nance Jr. Well, I, I think LeBron will still be here in five years. So, But you think Larry Nance will be the star. I I certainly think he has all the Well, teams. you think Le- LeBron will you, You're cutting in and out on a CG. How about now? A little better. You still think LeBron James will be a superstar at age 39? Uh, not at thirty nine. He won't be a superstar. That's hard but I to bet say. you he can. I bet you he can be the best player on the court when he wants to be at thirty seven. Yeah, sure. But but well, I, I, I see your point, E.G. There's a very good shot that Larry Nance is the best player in a Cavs uniform in five years. I I can't I can't yeah. imagine aside from maybe injury why Larry Nance Jr. won't be on, won't be on this team five years from now. He, uh, he just I, yeah I'm not gonna argue with you. I mean he looks phenomenal. He I does. Think he has the potential to be an all defensive team yep. player. Yeah. Um, and he is a very good offensive player that finishes very quickly and yep. very efficiently. He gets off his he gets off his feet fast. And yep. you know. I, I really what I didn't expect is he finishes a lot of interesting stuff from weird angles and taking bumps and stuff like yeah. he's not he's not um I don't know like he he can find creative ways to put the ball in the hoop like yeah, he doesn't he's a rugged he, dunker you know what I mean yeah like, oh yeah oh how about his jump shot like yeah his jump shot looks really good like I was saying earlier I thought he took the one three tonight and he's been he's taken one in each of the last two games now. Yeah, I'm glad. I, I want him to feel comfortable at least stepping yeah. into. It. But I, I'm, I guess I was saying like the one he, he shot tonight went. It kind of did one of those like rim in and out type of things. Like went, it looked like it was going to go, and then it kind of popped back out. <laughs> but the way he shot it, like his stroke looks like if he can work on his three point game, he can definitely be you know at least a a, a decent threat from out there too. Yeah, at least. Which, yeah. At least a corner three-point shooter. Yeah, you know. which I mean, that's a whole other dimension that you know, if you've got if you've got him and Love, you've got two and and LeBron too, but for that matter, you got two six ten guys and a six nine guy that can hit threes like that. I mean, that's just and and play inside the paint too. Like, and that's that's a heck of a front court. Yeah, and uh, along with that. Uh, you know, speaking of shooting, LeBron James tonight just looked 
energized to be playing with, uh, with Larry Nance. I mean, that's why, that's kind of my reasoning against yeah. Tom, why I don't think it'll happen that Tristan comes back because LeBron knows the different, like LeBron's no dummy and he's going to be like, you know, sorry, Tristan, I know you're my clutch boy, but, um, yeah, we're gonna, we, we got a shot at a championship with Larry Nance at center. Um, the way you're playing, we don't. So that's what I, and you could just see the, the excitement of LeBron playing with Larry. Like he even said, well, the it was the only, the, the second time, the only second time in his career he's gone for, uh, for more than 30 or more points in less than 30 or more, 30 more minutes. Yeah. And you could even see, like, even after the game, he was like, so how did you, you know, get it started on defense and controlling the pain against the, uh, um, the Pistons? And he's like, well, it starts with me and uh, Larry Nance, of course, you know, so he's already in the, of course, discussion. <laughs> That's a great LeBron impression. <laughs> yeah. LBJ. But there's no way he said me. He definitely said it starts with myself. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. You probably, you, you myself, think of you're course. Right. Myself yeah, it's it's LBJ and LNJ. Yeah, nice. LNJ, I like that. Um, so yeah, but LeBron, his jumper locked in tonight, five seven. Um, he's expanded the range. Uh, like he used to only be able to shoot on the left side. Now he's shooting on the left. He had two from the right side tonight. Um, you know, if he can just, you know, step into jumpers like he has been and just. You know, guys got to lay so far off him and expect him to miss. Then, and he shoot five to seven. They, this team's gonna be lethal. <laughs> I'm trying you to know? figure out what that sound effect is. Yeah, and all I keep coming back to is, um, like you know when like really old people get the thing, so they don't have to walk upstairs. So it just like <laughs> motorized, like carries their. So are you hearing something? Like up the yeah, floor. it was some kind of like vacuum cleaner noise. Oh, uh, I wonder if it's the fan on my uh, laptop going off or something. Uh, That's a loud fan, dude. I, yeah. Well, here's the difference. Tonight, uh, I I don't have my headset, so. Oh, okay. <laughs> so um, I've got my PC. You don't, you don't sound as as crystal clear as normal. Well, I'm sorry. I I, I blame having children, so I got a little USB adapter for my headset and that usb adapter is is nowhere to be found so that's all right but uh yeah five of seven for lebron uh you know we kyle corver another nice night three of six plus um, 20 for the team plus 20 for the team six rebounds three assists he's so like like he's so ridiculously what a luxury. You know what I mean? Like, you have a guy that can just hit from anywhere. You always have to respect him. I mean, the two of the threes he got off tonight were just literally no room in the corner. And then, yeah. you know, he's still getting rebounds, still assists, still cuts backdoor, had a nice backdoor pass in garbage time from Ante Zizic. Um, oh, he had another great uh, pick and roll assist to Nance tonight, too, which is just, I love when that happens. Oh, yeah. And it makes. It makes my my heart sing when that yeah. happens. Uh, <laughs> and then, kind of everyone else struggled from three point line. Though I kind of felt like the Pistons ran J.R. Smith and Rodney Hood and uh, George Hill off the line a lot. Like they were like, "We're gonna okay, you're gonna have to beat us." They were overextending the defense against the perimeter, and that's part of why Larry Nance was lighting them up because he was consistently one-on-one or one-on-two-on-one on, on, on the inside. But, uh, you know, 
the starting backcourt had three points tonight. Um, and Larry Nance and George Hill combined to go one of eight. Uh, but they did have eight assists and two turnovers. But like, if not Larry Nance, you mean George Hill and JR? Yeah, George Hill and JR. So, I mean, if George Hill, like, if, if that backcourt can start giving them stuff too, I mean, they're going to be really good. Do you think that, uh, so what's your take on George Hill, EG? Because I feel like he's like, he's either going to have a really good game or he's just going to totally disappear. Yeah, it's interesting. You know, he's been really up and down. It, it feels like if they don't, he's one of those guys, if he does, if his shot's not going early, he stops shooting. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, it seemed like that tonight, like he just wasn't going down. And then he did have that one nice, Drive, I think drive into a, into a, I think it was a layup or a, or a mid range, but the one shot that he hit, uh, right after he hit the, the technical free throw, mm-hmm. um, after, I think after Blake went, got, got upset. Yeah, <laughs> he, he shoots was getting hacked. Of, he shoots a lot of floaters and runners. Yeah, he does. And, and the way that the Cavs played tonight didn't, wasn't really conducive to that. Yeah. Um, so look, he still had five assists. I think George Hill will be fine. He, yeah, he still played some played very good well, defense. Though. Yeah, the defense and again, like you said, it's the it's the I won't call them hapless, but struggling yeah. Pistons who really Blake Griffin is their only real offense right now. Um, that and like when the Cavs would just leave them leave their shooters wide open for threes, which happened quite a bit in the first quarter, but then really got clamped down on the rest of the game, yeah, which the, the, the made me happy. The last quarters of that game were, were solid defensively, and they held the uh, Pistons to under 40% from the field, which I cannot remember the last time they held a team under 40% yeah. from the field. And didn't give up a single 30-point quarter, although they came close in the first quarter. Yeah, I mean, that 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 was crazy. I mean, it just shows you how awful Tristan Thompson was. <laughs> Yeah. To me, I mean, it's just it's well. And you you said it earlier, but I I made a note about this in the in the recap of the of the Nuggets game, which is um, Tristan is is he's he's a lost his step and b lost his bounce. So he he tends to play right in no man's land on defense. So he doesn't get out far enough on guards because when he switches because he's worried that they're going to blow right by him because he's lost a step and that either usually that happens when he does come out too far. So he'll lag off and they'll just hit the threes over him or, you know, and when, when guys switch, he can't, when he switches back, back underneath, like he's a step slow and doesn't have the bounce to get up on big guys. So, I mean, unfortunately for Tristan, and again, it might be just physical. It might be mental. It might be a combination of those things. But he's not the he is not the the force to be reckoned with on the offensive glass he once was, and his and he's not the guy who can just switch on on any perimeter player anymore. Any when you wind up in the in in no man's land like that, nothing good can happen. And yeah, in I fact, it, it in fact it it not only will it not have nothing good will happen for you, but nothing good happens for your teammates because all the rotations get thrown off and other guys look bad as well. And when you already have, as you said, like when LeBron's not particularly always interested in closing out and JR <laughs> sometimes goes the wrong direction when he, when he has a, a you know, brain freeze. 
that, that those things compound and lead to a lot of open threes. Yeah. And, and a lot of lay, and a lot of layup lines. Yeah. And they, they were doing that a lot. And the other thing I just noticed about Tristan offensively now, he's a below the rim player. Like, yeah. I mean, he's, very, he's always, he's always been a below the rim player. No, he's always been. Yeah. He, he started out as a guy. The, no, the problem is his only offensive ability is, you know, finishing lobs, which he can only do one handed, but he had some range. He can't get up at all now. I agree. He does have that floating, le- he has a floating leaner that he put the <laughs> yeah, push on. He floating was, leaner. He was throwing in awkward, you know, one handed hooks over his head. Um, the first couple of years of the league too. Yeah, definitely. The, I mean, definitely if you go back and watch like the last couple of games of the 2016 finals, when we won it all, I mean, he does look springy. And yeah, if you watch that playoffs or the year before he does get like every offensive rebound. I mean, we would watch like keys to the game before the game and the national people would say, Oh my gosh, like, can you keep Tristan Thompson off the offensive glass? Like that was always one of the four things that you needed to worry about. Yeah. I mean, 2015, you guys remember how much they were just grabbing his Jersey. And you remember that yeah. Atlanta series where he's just shutting down Paul yeah. Millsap and yeah, he totally dominated. Yeah. And, and it wasn't just offense. It was, you know, it wasn't just on the offensive boards defensively. He was, you know, blocking shots. I think that calf strain is really, I don't think he's fully healed from it. He's to me carrying too much weight. Like he just looks bigger in the middle than he should for today's NBA yeah. game. Yeah. And, and I look- think I, I don't think he's had a good. I don't think he's had an easy go from the sense of you know the Cavs went from a team of just like every single guy was a crazy three point shooter to you know all of a sudden Kyrie's gone. You know he's a great three point shooter, and then you're adding all this. You know, what we saw, you know, and like Crowder can't hit a three and of course Wade can't and um you're just adding all these guys yeah. that the lane guy green got green is, you know, a thirty three percent shooter at best. Yeah. So the Cavs I their offense just couldn't open up and I think that is where I mean the Cavs have never run plays for Tristan. I mean he got his buckets because well, and why would four, you with four <laughs> shooters on the court. Yeah. They didn't pay a whole lot of attention to him. And so, you know, when he did find himself with the ball, um, you know, usually he was going, you know, ISO coverage. He wasn't like, now this year I see a lot of times it's like, okay, you know, let's try to get TT the ball. And it's like, okay, well, that the offense is just going to stall out at this point. Yeah. Well, but the other part of that is he just, he was refusing to roll. Like just he would get stuck on the guy on the switch man picking the roller and he wouldn't even try to roll or chucking the roller and he wouldn't even try to roll. He would just like never dive. And so when you're running a pick and roll with a guy who will never dive, can't pop and just kind of sits there. It's like ridiculously easy to just switch that and play on either side. You know, you just have a guy play on either side of the, the screener and it was, yeah, he's, Something's wrong with him. He needs to go on the bench and get healthy. He probably needs to take the whole off season and just get in the gym, get his calf right, you know, kind of do the Dwight Howard, uh, you know, whatever Dwight Howard does, you know, spinning that rich platelet out in Germany to, uh, to get healthy every year. Um, cause he, 
has does not have the skill level to be a below the rim player in the NBA. And he never will. Just no. the way his coordination works. So I, I, I hope he figures it out. Uh conversely, Ante Zizic looked looked like an NBA player tonight. I yeah. mean had some nice blocks, had a couple really nice passes. <laughs> Uh, 16 minutes, seven points, or I'm sorry, six points, six rebounds. Uh, just a really solid, look like a solid backup center. Um, you know, and you, you're probably not going to be able to play him in teams that are elite pick and roll teams, but you know, he looked better than Tristan Thompson. That's for sure. <laughs> so, well, he, he made some good decisions and he looked yeah. like they said it a couple of times on the broadcast. It looked like the game had slowed down for him a little bit since he's yeah. been down in Canton. He's actually been averaging good numbers in Canton, both uh, points and rebounds. And look, he's a big body. He didn't miss a shot tonight. He had six rebounds, had a two assists, a steal, a block. He sh- should have been credited with two blocks, actually. But they yeah, his hook shot they, looks unblockable. I mean, it's really nice arc, really nice lift on it. Like yeah, that's a shot that you just if he can master that, it, it it's an unstoppable shot. So. Look, he's definitely a guy you could probably play against, you know, the 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 backup the backup centers of the of the league, or at least um, the East. Yeah, certainly the East. I mean, I keep thinking like, you know, he he should at least be able to play against like the Greg Monroe's of the world. So. Yeah, or that they wow. possibly the Aaron Baines of the world. Yeah, how Greg Monroe has fallen. Yeah, <laughs> he had a good night tonight, I guess, but well. Against the terrible against the Bulls, teams. yeah, <laughs> terrible, uh, a hapless team, a hapless team. Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah, I, it's funny because you see all these guys that were terrible on the teams that came from, like Greg Monroe or Shabazz Muhammad, who got released, and then you see these teams picking them up, and it's like, it's like, yes, you pick that guy up, he's awful, <laughs> you know. Hmm. Uh, Hopefully, we're not saying that about George Hill. <laughs> yeah. Nah, I I feel like like at the very least, George Hill gives you a a guy who can handle the ball and distribute it without turning it over, who can hit the hit the occasional spot up three, and who's going to play better defense than anybody in a Cavs uniform as a point guard has played since Delavadova left. Yeah, that's probably fair. Um, Dilla-ba-dilla-ba dives. Although, <laughs> deli dimes, you mean? I said dives, like oh, dives on the floor. Oh, dives on the floor, yeah. Yeah, have you not seen the, um, you know that guy that does all the impressions, right? That, yeah. On YouTube, have you not seen, he, he has one for deli. <laughs> we might have to link to that in the, uh... yeah. <laughs> deli who's still, and... sorry, go ahead. Well, they just they just keep repeating. I think it's maybe Mike Breen yelling Delavadova dives <laughs> like over and over. <laughs> When's he is he coming back this year, Deli? I think so. Well, they need him because they're they fell to seventh tonight, and they're one. Actually, they're tied for eighth now that Miami won. That's right. Yeah, and uh, or se- seventh or eighth, whichever. Yeah, who did they lose say. to tonight? They lost to Indiana. Yeah, who's Indiana. now suddenly fourth. Yeah, hey, give Andy credit, man. Oh my gosh, I I could not, I couldn't even believe that when I looked and yeah. saw Indy is like a half game behind us. You know what it yeah. is? It's it's that Indiana legend. Is it Oladipo? Thad Young. Oh yeah, yeah. The only 
Only one of three players in NBA history with 13.1 points, 4.7 rebounds, 3.4 assists, 1.1 steals, and you know 1.4 turnovers in at least 37 minutes played over a nine-year period. <laughs> hey, it's... it was some. It was some. It was some incredible statistical gerrymandering in order to get him on a list with like LeBron and, and like Larry Bird and Michael Jordan. Yeah. Yeah. Guys that, um, you know, like statistical gerrymandering. Yeah. That might yeah. be the title of their podcast. That might have to be. Yeah. yeah it was, I, I seriously like in my free time, I want to make that my new hobby is like being able to say like, Oh, this guy's like one of three players along with Michael Jordan and Wilt Chamberlain yeah. to do a thing in basketball. Right. And it and it and it'd be like, wait, who? It's like, like the uh what was it, the um the line from Major League with Bob Euchre where he's like, He's hitting two eighty against left handers and the in you know the month of July on a Thursday with a full moon, you know. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> it's like it's literally how what Elias Sports Bureau does, but yeah. yeah. No, I, 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 I couldn't tell if they were, I mean, I think they were serious, but it would crack me up. <laughs> oh, yeah. Bad young. Yeah. No, Bo, uh, Boyan, Boy, Bogdanovich or whichever. Yeah, Bogdanovich, Bogdanovich. lit it up for them tonight. The yeah. Bogdanovich brothers are pretty, pretty good. Yeah. I mean, Oladipo didn't actually have a very good night. He had 10 turnovers and only 14 oh, points on yeah. five of 19 shooting, but, but, uh, yeah. Bogdanovich saved them, and I think um, the Bucks just man outside of uh, out of Giannis and Bledsoe, Middleton. man, they they can't score. Middleton was terrible tonight. Okay, the, what's where's Jabari Parker? He's off the bench. He actually had 15 points off the bench. I mean, yeah, he, he was like a number still working his way back though. Tom, remember he blew his knee out. Yeah, yeah. I just don't understand that team has so much talent. I don't I don't get how they they're don't not have enough shooting. Yeah. They just don't have enough shooting, and that's like you can't win in the NBA right now without shooting. But look, they they signed Shabazz Muhammad, so he should help. Four hundred and forty fourth out of four hundred and forty five players in rap or RPM this year. <laughs> yeah. yeah, man. Yeah, so yeah, the Eastern Conference is it's a logjam right now. Yeah, and, aside from yeah, those but, top two teams, it really is. Yeah, and. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. Indy scares me a little. Indy is a team with nothing to lose. A lot of good young players. I I don't really want to play Indy. I actually, well, especially since like winning at Indy is like the most difficult thing for the Cavs. Yeah, like I would much honestly much rather. Well, except in the playoffs last year, but well, I know, but yeah. those games were all close, you know. Yeah, I'm just I, saying, like that that place we do not we do not do well there. No, I would much rather play. I still have nightmares about Danny Granger, the ref calling the foul um, <laughs> at, after time expired, and Mike Brown getting like basically fined the only time in his career. <laughs> like it's, it's just never oh, the got... point the point two seconds or whatever it was left well, it on was, the clock. It, no, I think there was nothing. I think it or maybe, but it was like on the last possession, LeBron got fouled, and so. Got a foul, made a free throw, or both of his free throws, or something, and the Cavs took the lead. I think, I think we were tied, and then LeBron got fouled on going to the hoop, made a free throw, and then it was almost like a 
it was almost like a makeup call because that foul was argued, you know, it was, it was kind of, uh, I don't know. It could have gone either way. So then on the next play, Indy had like one second or less left. They had no chance to, I mean, they didn't even get a good shot off and they called a, a BS makeup foul. Um, and I just remember Mike Brown just like, that was like one of the few times he kind of went nuts. Yeah, that's right. Oh my God. I, as small as Isaiah Thomas looked in a Cavs uniform, he looks smaller in Laker yellow. <laughs> yeah, he does. He looks, oh my goodness. He yeah. looks, it literally, it looks like a little person out there. And I'm loving that he's, they've been winning and he's been playing well lately. Like it just totally helps the yeah. idea that he's going to resign there. It's so oh, great. It would be so I great. <laughs> I hope they give him like a max. That would just be <laughs> the Brinks truck. Ever. I hope they bring him his money in a Brinks truck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, you know, other other storylines from this game tonight. Uh, you know, we talked about J.R. Smith. Um, we well, talked about. I know. We, I know you already mentioned Chetty's um, ankle breaking step back twenty footer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Holy cow. I mean, we've got two young players right now oh, to be yeah. really excited about, oh, you know? Yeah. And and that wasn't the only really nice play. He had a really nice reverse in transition where he beat Drummond. Um that was a, actually a a fairly key basket in the third quarter as they were pushing that lead ahead. And then yeah, he just looks like a guy that has a lot of potential. Like like you know, Maybe not an all-star, but a very, very good player. Yeah. High-level starter. Let's put it that way. And I, I just love that. You know, I just expected that, okay, he's going to be just an energy guy. But, I mean, he's got a lot I don't of know. Skill. He's got a lot of skill. Um, he's good enough. I mean, you know, he's a little bit. He's like, I don't know. He reminds me a little bit from a shooting perspective of Sasha Pavlovich in that, He's not a bad shooter, but he's not necessarily a reliable shooter. But the good thing is he's not like a crazy turnover machine like Sasha was. <laughs> he was Except for tonight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, tonight I know. But, but Sasha was a turnover machine because but he like, always Sasha was could, dribbling. He could like, dribble. Right, he couldn't <laughs> dribble at all. Yeah. Said he can dribble. Yeah, his problem is... And he's so fast, too. Yeah. yeah. That's what I love about... I mean, and Clarkson's fast, too. Like, all these Clarkson guys can really run... ridiculously fast. Like I would put Clarkson in maybe the top five in the league in speed from floor yeah. to floor with the ball in it. And sometimes he's out of control. I mean, he was uh, out of control yeah. a couple of like when he tried to split those guys on the break. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I feel like but I he feel goes like into his that. mind is just playing this really fast game of chess where the goal is just to score. Like yeah. he's not he's not really playing basketball. He's playing like a video game speed run of like, how can I like quickly <laughs> score? You know, well, speed Mario. Yeah. And the, and, and realistically, the, the thing that would make him a better player is if he can translate, use that as the decoy sometimes to get the ball to like, he had one pass where he, he was driving like quickly to the hoop. And then he like saw Kyle Korver on the wing and, and fired it to him. And then Korver missed the shot, but I think he mostly out of surprise that, Clarkson actually threw him the ball from under yeah. the hoop. <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh, oh, okay. We, we yeah. do that. We do that now, Jordan too. <laughs> yeah, but Jordan probably Jordan's mentality from like, oh, he missed it. Okay, I won't, won't throw it. Yeah, yeah, all right, all right, all right. The other <laughs> thing that would help Jordan immensely nice. is That's just a hesitation move on the wing. Like 
just slow down and then boom, blow by the guy. Like he just goes yeah. top speed all the time. Yeah. The other yeah. thing that right. drives me get, nuts is that was like how Kyrie was so talented because he would he never played like fast, but except his, when he did, his change of pace moves you you just could never. Yeah, he was he had a very herky jerky pace to him. I mean, Chris Paul does too, and you don't have to be like necessarily like Russell Westbrook all the time. I mean, a good change of pace dribble. Yeah, well, the other thing about Kyrie and and CP3 is they had that speed, but they realized they didn't have to use it all the time. Well, yeah, Yeah. both of those guys are elite, you know, all-time elite in using their body to create space so that they can get any shot off. Yeah, and and finishing with either hand on either side of the basket. Like, Kyrie's the best I've ever seen at finishing with either hand on either side of the basket off either oh, yeah. foot, off either foot, which yeah, is amazing. He, like, I mean, he's a total wizard. Yeah, there's yeah. no doubt. The two guys I've ever seen that were like that were him and Steve Nash, and but he's so much more athletic than Steve Nash and faster and longer. Yeah, yeah, <clears throat> and just the master of spin too. Like he spins. Yeah, his English is crazy. I, I, I miss watching him play, but I also, for as good as he was, as I all do that, too. Are you not watching the Celtics games, Nate? Uh, I I don't have time to watch anymore. <laughs> like I'm watching Lakers Portland right now, but yeah, it's it's hard to watch. We know we know EG watches just so that he can post the this guy meme <laughs> on our oh, blog. Yeah. <laughs> do you, do Absolutely. You, do you troll the other the the Celtics blogs just to post the this guy? Meme? Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes I do. That's uh, funny. Yeah, my buddy Dwayne. Like I've tried to get him to comment on like our blog for like I don't know. Eight years, he never will. All he he won't ever comment on a Cavs ball. He just goes around like so. Back in like you know oh nine oh ten, he was always just going around to the uh, Magic blogs and the Celtics blogs and the <laughs> Lakers blogs. And to this day, now it's just the Warriors blogs, and he just gets banned. So it's like <laughs> his goal is like, how quickly can I get banned from like the other team's blog? Your buddy <laughs> Dwayne is like <laughs> the, he's gonna be the. Uh, what a, the guy who was the 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 play a hate his ball? <laughs> yeah, every time you say my buddy Dwayne, I just can't help but think of Dwayne Wade for some reason. <laughs> Which, I know it's not Dwayne Wade, but like it's just funny that is I he just, the comes butter to butter your jelly, Tom? Yeah, but by the way, Eg, you know you always spell Dwayne Wade's name wrong. I know, I do it on purpose. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, that's good. correcting the mistake his parents made. <laughs> exactly. I I don't know. It was, I was so worried for a while that they were going to train for Dwayne Dedman, who is D E W D E W Y A Y N E. Yeah, yeah, yeah. D Wayne. Yeah, D We would have D W Y A N E and D E W A Y N E. It would it just wouldn't have worked. Yeah, that would need a D U A N E. Yeah, exactly. No, like a D A U N E, like backwards. Yeah, down, down. Is it, what was it? It's like Anton Jameson, who was Antoine. Yeah, that was messed up. It was, <laughs> yeah. it was on, but it was Antoine. Tw- yeah. It, was, it yeah. was spelled that way, but they said it like the way they said Antoine Walker. Like, yeah, it was so confusing. T O I N E. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh man, I just saw the. Then there's Chris- like Greg Popovich. Like, who has two G's at the end of Greg? I've never seen that before. Because he's, yeah, you got to G up, man. Got to have the extra G. Um, <laughs> speaking of the of Popovich, man, oh, the Spurs just beat the Grizzlies by two tonight. 
Yeah, there's... I saw that. Yeah. Sure. Because Tony Parker, like, found the fountain of youth. Yeah. Yeah, isn't it sad? Like, it's really the end of the era when you start talking about Parker and Ginobili. You know, I mean, Ginobili's still playable, but, like, Parker's borderline not... He had 24 points tonight. I know, but he's not even been, like... He's been a... I don't know. I don't he, think he's had a good season. No, he shot he, ten of ten of fourteen tonight. Sample size, eg. Parker. He's, he's, been at, hat, he's at the he's Mo Williams. Hatless, okay. Mo Williams with the Cavs. No, the I don't know. I, I I'd almost reverse that. I think Ginobili's just, just about done. Yeah. Well, they're both just about done. I mean, they, they're in danger of not making the playoffs right yeah. now. They're also in danger of losing Kawhi Leonard. If you listen to any of the any of the I recent, love, I love it. What was it like two months ago? Windhorse writes this big long piece that's all like, "Oh, let's just like compare two organizations." On the right, we have like the ridiculous organization that you know went ahead and didn't call Kyrie's bluff, and on the left, we have the awesome organization that called the Marcus Aldridge's bluff. And then like a month later, holy crap, Kawhi Leonard doesn't like the Spurs and he's gonna leave, and it's just like. It's about time something bad happened to that organization. And I love the Spurs. I just, I get so tired. You know, it's funny. So tired I, I love them now, but I hated them at the time. I'm so tired of them being the archetypal, like, good organization about everything. It's like, yeah, they're a good organization, but, you know, they're also lucky, right? Like, WWPD, what would Pop do? It was lucky to get Tim Duncan when you were already a really good team. No, that right? was the original and, tank job. No, it, well, Dave Robinson got hurt. He, I mean, yeah, they but tank- they tanked that season. But yeah, it, it was yeah, <laughs> yeah. Although, I mean, the short, shortly followed by the the uh, with the John Lucas led uh, Cavalier tank job of two thousand and two. That was one of the better tank jobs of all time. <laughs> yeah, both, both that was amazing. Both in style and substance. <laughs> it was like Andre Miller, and he's really good. We yeah. gotta trade him. They had, they had Ricky, we gotta have Ricky Davis shoot at the op- yeah. at, at the other hoop a few more times. Didn't they have Ricky Davis and Darius Miles at the same time? Yeah, Smiles. <laughs> yep, Darius Miles. Oh man. Oh, oh god. Darius poor, poor Z, man. Z had to had to. And then slog through some pretty bad teams. At least he was out with his foot injuries. Yeah. Yeah, I still like seeing Z clips. They still make me happy. <laughs> like, like, oh, he was the greatest. Z oh, was... Yeah. What was the one they were showing clips of? Uh, was it Noah fighting with LeBron? Oh, yeah. On the Cavs? <laughs> yeah. And then, and then uh, Z getting in the middle of it, and it's like, yeah, and Noah, that guy, worst contract in the league. Is he play again? You think? No, he's not this year. Oh, he'll he'll play on some team for a minimum. Uh, you know, he'll be a vet man next year because they've they've got to stretch pay him. You'd think. Yeah, you would think. Although they may not. I don't. He doesn't play for the Knicks again, though. Yeah, they may not stretch pay him. Just or at least not next year. They may just buy him out and just say, you know. We don't want you here, uh, but we're just going to pay your salary, but we don't want to stretch it and eat up our salary cap in three years. You know what I mean? Like, they may just want to give them off the right. books. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Girl, don't go away mad. Girl, just go away. <laughs> yeah. All right. So here's a weird question about, because you're naming all these guys that I realize are, like, younger 
in some cases than LeBron or about the well, oh, yeah. Parker might Perks, Parker's older, Perkins but, is younger than LeBron. Yeah. So it, are we <laughs> is amazing. LeBron is LeBron going to have like in like 2 years just a cataclysmic drop off because we, look at all the people you know drafted I mean look at like a mellow is just looks like a shell. Like, is it just, is it one of these days it's like, oh, that's not LeBron anymore? Or is he just superhuman and he's going to gradually, you know, kind of... It's hard to say. Like, we're in uncharted territory here. Yeah, we really are. Like, it depends. It depends what he wants to do. I mean, if he if he's willing to be that kind of more, the guy that plays down low a little bit more than, which he has been resistant to for a long time, but seems to be doing more of in his latter stages of his career then then sure but and he's also been working on the three pointer so as long as he can keep his shoulders straight and you know and and watch his stroke on from three he ought to be able to be still play at a high level for a while yeah I, i'll agree with you there the other i mean you look at the guys that he's in the conversation with right now at his age and it's pretty much jordan um I, I wouldn't even say Kobe because he's got a different game than Kobe. Yeah, Carl Malone, Carl Malone, um, and Kareem. Yeah, uh, w- would probably be the discussion. I mean, I'd have to go and look at the career scoring list. Um, Bill Russell, maybe. Uh, Russell was a different guy, and it was a different era too. Well, Kareem was a different guy too. I mean, well, yeah, <laughs> but Kareem is the guy that literally bridges the gap between the pre, you know. 80s NBA and the post 80s or you know yeah but like what's well, funny like I wonder how long Magic would have played had he not you know gotten the HIV I mean oh yeah I you know because totally Magic was certainly a guy that seemed like he was built to play a long time yeah true. yeah and and that's probably a good comparison actually because LeBron's probably in better shape than Magic but still has kind of the same game. I I certainly think he can play if the way he takes care of himself at least to thirty five thirty six um, the way at the level that Jordan was playing because we haven't seen a drop off yet right um, and and Malone was still pretty effective until probably his last year although LeBron Malone probably could have kept playing he just didn't want to anymore well and because he wound up on that Lakers team where everybody got hurt. <laughs> That who was on that team? It was Malone, him and Nash. Kobe. And no, it wasn't. Co- Nash. No, no, that Matt oh, no, was, Pay- Gary Payton. Yeah, Gary, Gary Payton. Payton. Yeah. yeah, and uh, one other guy too. God, I love the Frankenstein Lakers teams that have all this hype and like don't even make the playoffs. Oh yeah, Frankenstein so, Lakers are the best. <laughs> like I can't wait till next year's um, Isaiah Thomas led Lakers team. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Speaking of, yeah, he's he just, on the he just, right, how, he just took a dive. Let's, let's, let's create the perfect like Frankenstein Lakers team for next year. <laughs> oh, for next year, oh, okay. Mello's got to be on it. Mello's got to be on it. Uh, and, and they're gonna talk. They're gonna call themselves a super team, and it's gonna be. Oh, Marcus Smart will have to go there, right? No, he's too young. It's got to be. So, who's a free agent oh. next year? Dwight Howard could go back. <laughs> they would never take Dwight back. Uh, <laughs> Even uh, that's like, that's too much for the bridge too far for the Lake Show. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Like who who would be on it? So, 
Well, Noah for sure on the min- on the on the vet minimum. So you, we know who the starting center is going to be. It's going to be Demarcus Cousins. Oh, and an Achilles yes. and an Achilles to be named later. <laughs> yes. I love it. I love it. And then oh, I love it. All right. Isaiah at Thomas center. starting. At center, DeMarcus Cousins. Reunification between DeMarcus and IT. At the two um, guard, Tyreek Evans. <laughs> oh, I feel bad for Tyreek. We're gonna yeah. do that to him. Yeah. Well um, oh well we know who the backup point guard's gonna be, right? Who's that? One Derek Rose. <laughs> <laughs> like ah, this is this is the best Frankenstein Lakers team yet. We've got um, oh, Trevor Ariza at the three. That'd be good. That's just perfect. Like like bringing it home. Uh, <laughs> Did Ron Artest come out or Meta World Peace come out? Oh no! Well, what about the dude from uh, Dallas that everybody says is good? Who isn't? Uh... <laughs> Wesley Matthews. Yeah, Wesley no, Matthews. No, he, there's no way he. He's got a player option. There's no way he's going to decline $18 million. Oh, but they could get uh, Nerlens. He's still young now, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Too Dan- young. Yeah. Um, Danny Green? Too, too, no, he's not Frankenstein-y enough. Yeah, he's actually competent. Yeah, right. Oh, no, no, no. I no one from the Spurs, Nate. Come on. This is Michael, like against- Michael Beasley. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, Right. OJ OJ Mayo makes the comeback Mayo's too. OJ Mayo makes the comeback. Brandon, I like Brandon it. Jennings. Brandon Jennings makes the comeback. Kylo yeah. Qu- Kylo Jennings. Quinn off the bench. <laughs> That's awesome. Just for you. I love it, Kylo. <laughs> He'd probably be their best player. Uh, and then and then Lance's dances. Lance Stevenson comes oh, back. There it is. That's the cherry. That's the cherry on top. Yeah. That's the cherry gotta have on top. Lance. Gotta uh, have Lance. Absolutely. That sounds fantastic. I. Oh. I'd pay cash money to to watch that team lose. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! So <laughs> I love that the Lakers have sucked now for so many years. Yeah. Uh, it's it's so much fun. Although the funny thing is, is Brandon Ingram actually? I think he's going to be really good from everything I've watched. What's old old sleepy eyes? Old sleepy oh, Kyle Kyle Kuzma. Yeah, he I mean, they've their... got some talented young Josh players. Hart. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I wanted the Cavs to draft him so bad last year. I wanted the Cavs to buy yeah. their way into the first round. I just love the fact... There's some guy named Ware. There's some guy named Ware on their team, but W-E-A-R. They just showed. Weir? I've never heard of that guy. Ware, Ware. Like the Marcus Ware. But like E-A-R, not A-R-E. Oh, like Ware... Like, like wear W clothes. with like a yeah, like wear your clothes. Is, yeah. Oh wow, that's weird. No, that's W H E R E. So not wear. So it's not Lamelo Ball. Wear like wear, not yeah. wear like like wear your shoes wear or wear a shirt or that's weird. like a W with an E with an ear on it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, like so air. I think I think we we like fallen air, down uh, a rabbit hole here. Oh yeah. Bit. All right, let's get back on track. So, um, Cavs got a road trip coming up. Um, let's uh, let's pull up the old schedule here. Yeah, six six in a row, longest road trip of the season, I think. Yeah, right, six in a row out west. Um, you got it up, EG. Lay it on. Yeah, I got it. Okay, so we got we Let, start let's with let's go win loss here. We start with the at the Nuggets loss. I'm gonna go win. I'm gonna go win. They don't uh, before, but if. 
Tristan Thompson was still starting at center, I would have said absolute loss. Because of what happened tonight, I'm I'm gonna be emboldened and say win because they they owe Denver one. Yeah, that, that's why I'm going win. The other thing is, um, the new Cavs uh, Rodney Hood is shooting terribly at the queue, but he's been really good on the road since they got him. So uh, yeah. I'm gonna go Rodney Hood breaks out on the road. I like it. All right, so Tom, you two, got lost. Two wins and a loss. Okay. Yeah, I got lost. Okay, next okay. One uh, that's Wednesday. Friday is at the Clippers. Win. Yeah, I'm going to go win with that one. I'll, I'll say win also. I, I think the Clips have been as hot as they were. They've been struggling uh, to win games recently. I mean, they almost blew a, a huge – they almost blew a lead against uh, – who was it, Brooklyn last night? Yeah. Oh, thank God they didn't. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, okay, then Sunday, a game I'm going to attend uh, at the these very same Lakers. Oh, nice. Win. Hmm. Lakers, winners of five straight. All the, IT, the IT factor is going to be too much. The Cavs are going to want to embarrass oh, yeah. them. Yeah, that's totally true. Win. Yeah. LeBron is going to want to embarrass I'm gonna them. I'm going to say loss, but only because the, LA, uh, the overnight L.A. thing. I think so, I, oh, and yeah, I think I always forget about that. I, I, I as much as the Cavs want to embarrass it, I think it is going to want to embarrass. Well, that's, the Cavs. that's exactly the point. That means he's going his usage is going to be like forty percent instead of like twenty eight, and <laughs> the Cavs are going to benefit from that. Yeah, the more I, wants to play, there's a, there's a lot of non basketball factors at work in this game. <laughs> He's been playing a lot. He's been playing better, though. I mean, he's definitely gotten his a little bit of his of his yeah. quote unquote powers back. So the other thing is, I noticed tonight, like against Ishmael, well, that was bad. That was bad. It's just as soon as I said that, he he just bricked a he just bricked a left handed layup for no reason. So I noticed tonight the Cavs against Ish Smith and then some of the smaller guys they try way too hard to post up short point guards. Yeah, and then, they like they're so it. easily double teamed, and they just get swatted away. Like that was their worst offense tonight. Is Ish short for something, or is this birth certificate say Ish? That's a good question. Which I don't think it's, not. It's, it's short Ish for something. Okay. Ish, <laughs> yeah, Ish. Uh, okay. okay, then uh, at Phoenix, I think all three of us would probably say that's going to oh, be a win. That's going to be a win. Although, if you're going to drop one, that's the one to drop. <laughs> Like it would be no. Here's what would happen. Like they would play like crap, and then like just barely win at the end. So not only would you have the demoralization of almost losing to Phoenix, but you wouldn't even give them the draft positioning. Yeah. See, I think they'll be angry after losing in in against the Lakers, so they'll okay. win that game. Okay. Uh. Okay. Then at Portland next the following Thursday. I'm win. gonna I'm gonna go loss. They always that's tough place to play in Portland. And yes. Portland's number three in the East, in case you – That's true. Yeah, All right, I'm going to go – you changed my mind. I'm going to go loss. Except there's, like, literally one game between – in the win column between three and seven. No, it's the same as it's <laughs> yeah. the same as the East now, yeah. the West. It's like there's two – the top two teams, and then everybody else is just jammed together by, like, within a game or two. Yeah. Uh, okay, so – and then they finish it in the Midwest at Chicago. A win. Win. Yeah, that seems like a win. So <laughs> the good news about the road trip is there are no back-to-backs. It's every other day. Yeah. 
That doesn't even like phase the Cavs anymore, though. Remember, oh, didn't they win a back-to-back recently, and they lost the first game against a worse team? Yeah, that's true. They did. What was that game? Well, that was the Memphis Washington back-to-back. Like Washington, they lost no, they Washington. Lost and then, Washington. Yeah, but then they beat Memphis. I'm going back the, even further. I guess I guess my thought doesn't apply because it was before the trade. <laughs> you like the they, Mallory factor of tonight's podcast. Well, the oh. previous one they lost to they lost to the Pistons and then beat <laughs> you, the you can't even believe you went there, mate. <laughs> <laughs> you just owed yourself. <laughs> you probably you know you probably shouldn't have gone somewhere when you can't believe what you just said. I know. I'm just good. I'm just busting your chops, Tom. You know yeah. that. <laughs> oh man. So yeah, what what did we Love total you. out at? Uh probably three 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 and three. If we're lucky, three. I'm I'm gonna guess four and two. Yeah, it's the Larry Nance is the new sheriff in town factor yeah. at plus. But plus, I think Rodney Hood gets it going on the road. Well, and they'll get hopefully Jeff Green back healthy if he doesn't have a roller skating accident. What the hell? <laughs> Jeff Green bad back roller skating. I didn't realize like NBA players were into roller skating until you guys remember Dion Waiters' um, article, right? Um, no, no, I remember you talking about it. Oh my gosh. Stop what you're doing right now and go read it. Just end the podcast. <laughs> go read it's about like the greatest. It's the greatest thing I've ever read from an athlete. But anyway, he talks about how apparently like roller skating is actually a big thing, or at least it was for him in South Philly. Oh, yeah. So I was like, oh, I thought roller skating like died with my grandparents. Like, oh, I did not no. know. You go to see the movie Roll Bounce. It's all about roller skating in the seventies. Yeah, but because that made money. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, just bitter. Just bitter. Would would you have something to do with that one? No, (laughs) no. But I had friends who did. Oh, okay. I heard it wasn't a bad movie. It's not, but no one cared. Yeah. So like the same people who saw Whip It. I mean, the roller derby movie. Yeah, but who saw it? No one. Me. You, you saw it on <laughs> probably on videotape, like so I, three years later. I'm the core audience for roller skating movies. Yeah, I, I apparently. <laughs> you're the, yeah, you're the target demographic. <laughs> I think the last time I roller skated was sixth grade. Over thirty five males from Alaska. <laughs> <laughs> so you and Trajan Langdon. Yeah, it, that's it. <laughs> and maybe Carlos Boozer, right? Yeah, exactly. I forgot Boozer was from Alaska. Yeah, Nate yeah. didn't. No, I didn't. You <laughs> broke my heart. Yeah. I know it was you, Fredo. Local boy gone bad. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Um, wait, what else was on our list of things to talk about? So speaking of bad movies, are we going to talk? Oh wait, about- no, we got. Weren't we going to talk buyout market? Oh, buyout market. Are we? Yeah. Are we? Are we past market. that? No, we can talk buyout. Wait, now, market. Now, the, the Cavs have to make a decision soon, right? Because they. They didn't renew that one dude who we yeah, don't know no, they heard have of, right? the end of the season to sign anybody, but to be eligible for the playoffs, that had to be, the player had to be cut or not on an NBA team before that. I believe it was like March twenty. So, so, so Dante Jones is always available because <laughs> nobody other than the Cavs have employed Dante Jones in the last four years, right? I know the. But, I mean, his ratio of ejections per minutes played is – he leads <laughs> – Well, not to mention ball it's, punches. It's in perk territory, yeah. He says, yeah. We're in the perkosphere with that. Shots to the groin. 
Uh, yeah, what? Well, yeah, right. So it'll, it'll be Dante Jones and and Perk, right? Yeah. Just two guys I, and go out and use six fouls. I actually would like Derek Williams, but see now I you got you and Nomad keep talking about Derek Williams and the enchilada, but like I haven't seen anywhere anyone well, talking about. I don't about see Derek the point in Derek Williams because we saw how good he could be last year, and Lou never played him. So it's like, I mean, why would that be different? I, my only thing on Derek Williams is the guy can play three or four positions. And if you want a deep bench guy that can help you in the playoffs, if somebody gets hurt, but why isn't he on a team? He's in China. Chickadee China, Chinese chicken. Oh, that's why I haven't <laughs> heard of. I, okay. Is you he almost bought out? Chicken. <laughs> and then you go sing the Canadian national anthem at the all-star. Yeah, game. exactly. I was going to say, don't mock them. They, they, they're famous now for singing the Canadian national anthem at the, the LA all-star game. <laughs> No, so I mean, yeah, it's a limited number of guys. You get Andrew Bogut. I I don't think anybody wants to go there. Where's Bogut? Is he is he he's around? Done. He is done. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's around. He he might be the second worst <laughs> offensive player in the league after Isaiah Thomas. They just they, all they need is six fouls, Tom. All they need is six fouls. <laughs> yeah, and that's where I'd like to see Perk. Like Perk, I wouldn't have a problem right. with somebody because Perk's actually a good locker room player. Perk. Perk was done in like 2008, and like he he he's, he he stuck around an extra like seven years on the basis of being an enforcer locker room guy. Hey, it's like good money if you, you can, can probably get it. like actually just get a good motivating guy that doesn't even play basketball and just stick him in the locker room yeah. and not take up a roster spot, right? <laughs> you just hang around the locker room, just yeah. like. Like a motivational speaker. Just basically that, have J.R. Smith throw soup at him. Yeah, what what happened with that? I saw the that. Greatest, one of the greatest moments. Like last year, the year before, they had Little Kev. This yeah. year, we have J.R. Smith flinging chicken tortilla soup at yeah. Damon Jones. And the fact that it was Damon Jones is the greatest <laughs> thing ever. I did not hear this. Is yeah. this he was suspended for yes, Yeah, he threw a bowl yeah. of soup at Damon Jones. Chicken, chicken tortilla. And then, oh, so did you hear the Kevin Love did David quotes? Jones counter with the leg kick? I don't know. I don't know. But the Kevin Love quote uh, was so great. <laughs> I got to pull the it Kevin up Love? What was Because well, he had no, what did he say, like, no love lost for Damon Jones or something? <laughs> he goes, this is what he said. I'm, I'm pulling it up now. He said, I don't know if there's anyone who likes to listen to his own voice more than Damon Jones. <laughs> <laughs> who said that? Kevin, Kevin Love. Love. <laughs> like, he, I was he joking? He's, no, it he was, was being in response to why J.R. Smith threw soup at him. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I wouldn't say he's my favorite guy to talk about, and let's just leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. Uh, wow. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, Is that... That doesn't seem... That doesn't seem healthy. No, no, and it... The best part about it is, like, the amount of articles that came out, like, before we knew what kind of soup it was, um, like, there was, like, articles on what kind of soup you can throw is the best for throwing, and then, like, how is the best way to throw soup? Like, did he just throw the soup, or was it There it the is bowl? again. Yeah, fan. There it is. What old lady is going up the stairs on this <laughs> podcast? Oh, I hear it, yeah. Sorry, guys. That's all right. It it is my fan, so I'll I'll, I'll have it. Uh, I'll figure out my headphones next week. But yeah, yeah, it's because I pulled up the video. 
Good night, Grandma. <laughs> so, yeah, you didn't hear anything about the soup. So, like, what is I the did. best way to throw a bowl of soup, Tom? Most people think it's Frisbee style. No. No, you got to shot put that stuff. No, I will tell you the best way to throw I a bowl I think you've got to dive out of bounds and full it, throw it the full length of the court. Right. <laughs> That's the best way to throw soup. Actually, the best way to throw a bowl of soup is imagine you are falling out of bounds with the bowl of soup and you need to slam it off of the nearest defender <laughs> in order to get the bowl of soup to actually go off of them. Nice. And so you target, I, I only you throw target, my soup. You target the lower extremities because it's less yeah. likely that they'll be able to duck and avoid it. Yeah, torso or lower. Torso or lower. Yeah, center ground. I only throw my soup underhanded. <laughs> you lob your soup. I love my soups. Hey, by the way, there's nothing better than a good alley soup. Damon, Damian come on, Lillard come doesn't. On, that's a good pun. That is, that was good. <laughs> Damian Lillard doesn't tower over anyone except for Isaiah Thomas. Oh yeah, as does Shabazz Napier. It's amazing. My God, he's short. I don't think he's even five nine. No, there's no way. Oh, he's he's got to be like he's five, five six. nine in very elevated shoes. It's got to be like five six, five seven, right? He yeah. probably would have been like a good running back. You know how short some of those guys are. Yeah, that's true. Like they're really short. Well, you could be like five four to be a running back, like Warwick Dunn, and yeah. What's stickier, By the way, what's stickier than flypaper? Because whatever that is, is what you'd have to call Kyrie I, Irving. No, no, Kyrie know. Irving is flypaper. Flypaper Kyrie. Yeah, so. <laughs> I don't know what what would that be like super glue Isaiah yeah. Velcro hey, you don't come yeah. off you don't come off a of super glue yeah <laughs> bug on a windshield Isaiah yeah those don't come off that easily <laughs> you got to get the scraper out rusted rusted lug nut Isaiah <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, better okay. get some PB blaster made in Cleveland Ohio baby yeah. <laughs> My old uh, my old company. We used to do the cans for PB Blaster. We, I love we always, PB Blaster. Oh yeah, we always made a lot of. <laughs> it's jokes like about it's it. like my Windex. Like if you've seen my big factory <laughs> weddings, PB Blaster is like my win. Oh okay. Oh, there's a stain on the carpet. I'll get some PB Blaster. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so buyout buy market. Ah, PB Blaster. Buyout yeah. market. What about um, the <laughs> the great grandfather? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Is anybody interested in him? We got it. We got to. The I, Cleveland, I think the great grandfather would be a good one. Cleveland t-shirt market demands it. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. That's true. So we got the. Is he a good? Is he a good locker room guy? I don't. I, I don't know assume. anything about him. I mean, the guy is the best player I've ever seen at scouting defense at scouting offensive players. At least. Do you think Ty? Players. Do you think Ty still has any kind of relationship? Was he? Was he Doc's assistant when? Yeah. To, he when was. he when yeah. he played there. Yeah. yeah, I, I think so. he's the worst good basketball player I've ever seen. Who Tony Allen? <laughs> yeah, that's a good guy. way. To, yeah, he's he is the um, he's the Jared Dudley of guards. The Jared like, Dudley. Come yeah, on, that I, was obscure. That he, was obscure. The, you she didn't go Chris Dudley. Chris Dudley. That's yeah, what I yeah, that, I, that's what I thought you meant. I was yeah, like, Chris Dudley. Dudley. Damn it! I, I always screw up the names. You, yeah. yeah, well, that's kind of like a given now. That is your thing. Yeah. It's like, like you. I think you do it intentionally. Like I misspelled. No, I don't, I don't you know what? You know what? Dwayne Wade. You know what? Yeah. E.g. Um, lest you think Nate's the only one in the Smith household that messes up names. Um, a one Mrs. Smith 
referred to. I can't even thought that Bill Russell was a guy named like Dick Scott. Who's that guy played for the Celtics? Dick Scott. Dick Scott. Wow. Like what? That's not even close. You know, he's always on TV now, and we're like Bill Russell. Yeah, yeah, Bill Russell. We're like, like Dick. Hey, hey, cut cut my wife some slack. She's no, but then here's the amazing part. But here's the amazing part. Dick Scott <laughs> is a real black man that has like white, you know, hair and I mean the similarities. Did you look him up after after dinner? Yeah, you we you did at them dinner. at the time, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> apparently this guy Dick Scott was like a producer for New Kids on the Block. <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> That's who she was thinking of. She was That's getting the producer. She got the producer of the new Dick kids Scott confused and, with Bill and, Russell. And Bill Russell mixed up. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, Tom and I had Tom was up. We had a nice dinner at uh, what was the name of that place? Um, Hogheads. And they had like seven. They had like seven TVs, and six of them were HG, like real pretty, and <laughs> yeah. one of them was like. I it mean, that, the Cavs game oh, was on the 480p TV. If that, yeah, it was like a Game Boy screen blown up. It was like this weird gray and green color that was all fuzzy. We'd be watching, and it would be like Chetty Osmond bringing the ball up court, and Nate would be like, "Man, why is Tristan bringing the ball up court?" Like, dude. Um, <laughs> anyway. Like Rodney Hood, who's left-handed, and he'd be like, "Man, I I just can't stand Clarkson." I'm like, "That's Rodney Hood." <laughs> like it was pretty much impossible. It was like watching a game with Mr. Magoo, basically. That's funny. <laughs> you could not tell what was going on. And uh, on the on the other TVs were like an infomercial and like the weather channel. I think they had the lumberjack games going on. Yeah, <laughs> it was like it was. And you said, Nate, that when you walked in, they didn't even have the calves on, and you asked them to put it on, <laughs> and they put it on that terrible TV. I don't, I don't uh, know what to tell you. People don't know how to deal with Sunday afternoon basketball in Medina. So, so uh, apparently, uh, the Thunder picked they they took Corey Brewer over both Derrick Rose and Tony Allen. So, ooh, that should tell you something about how. Yeah. Good Tony Allen still. How much gas the great the great grandfather still got left in the tank? Time for the great grandfather to be well, the one going the up Nate's uh, little uh, stair chair. Yeah, <laughs> I, I maybe would, so. I would hire Tony Allen and at, just to coach the defense. Sure. Oh, by the way, just to replace get Mike Longabardi with him. Yeah, absolutely. Joe to stop listening to himself talk. <laughs> But seriously, I, I, I would I would say that I would go if if I was running the Cavs, I would say, "Hey Tony, come be a player slash assistant coach to replace Mike Longabardi to help us with defense and occasionally go in just and just to play like two minutes a game if if they make it to the finals yeah. against Steph Curry to make his life. Oh miserable. yeah, I would say just hey, we're just gonna pay you a couple million dollars and all you got to do is kid brother Steph Curry. Kid should, brother. What does should kid be, brother mean? <laughs> You know, like just not like sunning. Yeah, like exactly. <laughs> that you've never heard the phrase "kid brother." No, no, I've heard sunning, but not kid oh. brothering. Oh, well, that's okay. If it means the same thing, then I, then I get yeah, it. Right. Yeah, you got it. I didn't need to. Yeah, no, didn't hear that on the playground. 
up up in uh, up in up in, the 907, up in the 907. Yeah, <laughs> I just yeah. don't know how many other guys are out there realistically. I mean, yeah. he probably him in and then and then the Cavs kind of go to guys with like <laughs> with Perk and and Jones uh, and not Damon Jones, not Damon uh, Jones, not Damon Jones, oh Damon and Dick no. Scott and Dick Scott, <laughs> yeah. Chris Dudley. I mean, Jared Dudley. <laughs> I mean, Chris Dudley. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> okay, point taken. So uh, we have we beat the buyout market to death. We'll we'll see if they they get it. Yeah, I thought we were gonna play. Are they alive? I thought that we were gonna play uh, that game. We we're gonna play. Are they alive? So in the buyout market? No, I I think we got to save. Are they alive for another podcast, Tom? Because we're at a, um, an hour twenty three. And we still have to get to the to the uh, to the Oscars to the Oscars. Yeah, we, we don't have to if you don't want to. <laughs> I know. <it's, laughs> oh no, that's fine. Yeah. No, no, I'm. I'm just so, thinking it's a so bad thing. What did you What did you think of grinding Nemo? I didn't know what you were talking about. You You haven't heard that term for no the shape of water grinding Nemo. <laughs> oh Jesus! <laughs> oh man. No, I, I I'll be honest. Like I couldn't make it through that movie. It was. <sighs> I I actually didn't like, see it, but I listened to Mike or Golick and Wingo, and Mike Golick was just raging about how bad it was, <laughs> and he definitely convinced me not to see it. <laughs> it's like Mike Golick is like the anti audience for that movie. Yeah. So. Well, I no, mean, I mean, look, here's the thing. I, I mean, I mean, Guillermo's talented. He's made some interesting movies. I find his smaller movies are better. This one, I just I don't know, just it just didn't grab me. I'm not a big fan of uh, Sally Hawkins, and I at least she I didn't was have really to. Good, actually, she was good, and it was better because you didn't have to hear her talk. But uh, <laughs> wow, well, <laughs> I'm, I'm not, honest. Yeah, just being honest. Uh, I don't know. I don't think it was the best picture of the year. No, I don't either. I mean, I don't even think it was the best one. You know, I mean, there was Dunkirk some Kirk do. Which... I still haven't seen it. Won way, some somehow. editing awards, um, yeah, and sound mixing, and yeah, editing awards, yeah. Uh, but it did fine. It did fine. It was not best picture. Uh, I, I would definitely think Get Out is a much, much more groundbreaking, interesting, and entertaining movie than The Shape of Water. Yeah, I actually really like Three Three Billboards. I have not I, seen I don't think Three Billboards. It wasn't. It, it, it wasn't about a whole lot. But the acting in it was great, and it got rewarded for that. I mean, two of the two of the big four, um, you know, awards went to the went to the performances in that movie. So, um, but uh, actually, I, probably the best movie I saw this year was Blade Runner. Yeah, and it won. I mean, we t- I tweeted or tweeted and uh, emailed about uh, the person who won the Oscar. Uh, what's his name? Oh, uh, yeah. Now I'm now I'm gonna have the the name of Asia, the bad brain name of Asia. Yeah, um, it'll come back to me though. Um, yeah, now you just gotta. Now you're googling, aren't you? You're madly googling. <laughs> I have to, yeah, because it's, it's gonna. Uh, Roger De- Roger Deakins, yeah, who who's been nominated 14 times and finally won, and like not like minor movies either, like ridiculously like probably half these movies would be considered like the best movies of the last 20 years. Oh yeah. Like Shawshank, no question. Shawshank Redemption. And, uh, what are some of the other ones on the list list? Uh, I'll tell you. I type furiously on my 
Yeah. I, IMDb Pro. I, I was really happy for Jordan Peele. Um, yeah. No, that, that was, was great. Really cool. He deserved it. Well deserved. Uh, let's see. Going back to – jeez, he's done a lot. I don't yeah. think I can read all these. It would take forever to read all these. Um, after Blade, Hail Caesar, Sicar- uh, Sicario. No Country for Old Men. Like he's yep. done a bunch of Coen Brothers. He did Shawshank Redemption. He did Big. Shot Lebowski. the last, the last James or one of the last James Bond movies, Skyfall. Big Lebowski, which was yeah, yeah. True Grit, the remake. Yeah, um, yep. <laughs> I, I Were guess, you talking uh, about? That does sound like a lot of good movies. Uh, Jarhead. Uh, the guy that won Best Cinematography. Uh, he shot a lot of Coen Brothers movies. Yeah. Oh, Brother, Where Art Thou? <laughs> Um, Roger yeah, Deakins, Lebowski, Fargo, Roger Deakins, who looks like a, a, do, a you know one of the Doctor Who's, you know, yeah, <laughs> yeah he's really talented. Was really happy to see that. Um, I'm trying to think of I some mean, of the other Oscar moments. Yeah. Uh, I, well, the the hard part is it just goes on so long. I think. Yeah. I, I mean, look, I don't even watch it live anymore, and I work in Hollywood. I just I just tape it and and you know wait for about an hour and a half and then just yeah. fast forward through the 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 I mean because I don't really need to hear someone giving a, a speech about a you know a, a short film they made. I mean, yeah, well, and they fast forwarded it, especially the Kobe the Kobe short uh, film. <laughs> did you hear the Kobe won an Oscar, Tom? I did. Yeah, through <laughs> basketball. Uh. In, you know, it's funny. We, we we were watching The Office the other night, and mm-hmm. it's like one of the early seasons. It's probably like 2006. I think it's season two, actually. So, yeah, it's definitely probably like 2006. And they're deciding that they're going to have like a casino night. It's the last episode of the second season. And so Michael says, you know, we're going to donate everything to charity. And so that, and then, then the whole thing's like, oh, what charities are you going to donate to? And so they do the thing where they cut to each person kind of privately and they're all saying who they're going to donate to. And then Mindy Kaling's character, Kelly, is like, Kobe Bryant, blah, 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 has like a charity for blah, blah, blah. And he's so hot. Oh, my gosh. So I'm definitely going to donate to his charity. And then and then like she looks real serious and she goes, I don't think he did it. <laughs> <laughs> and then And then she's like. Maybe he did it. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that about sums it up. Well, here's the crazy thing is that in the, Kobe the thing was, that was Kobe well, didn't get uh, crucified by the media. No, man, that's the that's the crazy thing is that this is the Oscars that will be forever known as Me Too and Times Up and you know and sexual harassment is oh, is was- no longer and and for all of that. A, a, a guy who got who got accused of rape, yeah. and may not or may accused. not have done it. He he had wasn't he on trial for rape? Yeah, no, yeah. He, he went to trial for rape, <laughs> yeah. won an Oscar, and and no one said anything. Yeah, exactly. Well, come on, it's Kobe. I mean, everyone in LA loves Kobe. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Like Ryan Seacrest got much I mean, less love like, than Kobe. I mean, yeah. Kobe. Ryan, by the way, Ryan Seacrest got snubbed by all five Best Actress nominees on the red carpet because he because he was he, he because someone made a claim against him that hasn't even been like substantiated, and yet Kobe Bryant, who went on trial for rape, settled out of court. Well, 
you know what? Ryan Seacrest didn't drop 60 in his last game. So, <laughs> yeah, that's the, com- the, the comparisons end there, EG. I just I'm just uh, saying it's it's not like we it, it, like Hollywood may have have cleaned up its act a bit this this past 6 months, but still we're, there's still a massive amounts of hypocrisy. Yeah. Well, and now where you go. I, I, well, have you been watching Dave Chappelle's new stuff? Oh, he was yeah. a presenter. Yeah. Oh, he was? Yeah, he Did was you hear really the thing where he's, like, talking, he's like, maybe rape isn't actually the worst thing about Hollywood. I was like, damn! <laughs> damn! Yeah. No, they tried... He's, like, the most anti-Hollywood famous person. Oh, yeah. They tried incredibly hard to make it the, quote-unquote, most inclusive Oscars ever. And, like, they were trotting out, they trotted out Rita Moreno because she won a Best Actress nominee and nomination in the 60s, and she's Latina. And it was like, what? <laughs> I mean, yeah. it was like, they were pulling out all the Well, they had West, they had West Studi, the, yeah. the uh, American Indian, a Native American Indian come out and talk about the military. I'm a, I'm a huge West Studi fan, actually. Though. Me too. Me he, too, but he's it was in a couple of my favorite mo- Michael Mann movies. So yeah, no, but it, again, like you say, it's that sort of like that not shameless. That's the wrong word for it, but that it's it's definitely pandering. It's definitely yeah. how far how far the other way can we now swing the pendulum? Oh, yeah. yeah, and you know, it's just it's but it's it's, 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 it's just a weird hard. it's just a weird time to be alive. To be honest with you, <laughs> it is. It's a strange yeah. time to be alive. But I love that 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 Kimmel actually brought up the fact that the because this was the 90th Academy Awards and the the very first one took place like across the street at the Roosevelt Hotel, which is a great place if you've ever been there. But um, but it lasted all of 15 minutes, <laughs> and they just they just read off names and said, "Okay, here's the people who who won." Yeah, and it was like, well, yeah, only Hollywood would create the the kind of pageantry that we've now oh, come yeah. to expect that basically is half of a day. I went to the Oscars once in 2001 uh when Julia Roberts won for uh for um uh what's the one Aaron Brockovich and it was just getting there oh, walking sure. walking the red carpet waiting in the in the show that last I mean the whole thing took literally like 7 hours. It was interminable. Um, I'm sorry. What's the guy's name that played Patton? George George C. Scott. George C. Scott. Yeah. He hated the Dick Oscars. Scott. Dick Scott. <laughs> Dick yeah. Scott. There it is. No, he hated the Oscars. Yeah. He didn't even go a bunch of times when he won Oscars. I think or something yeah. crazy like yeah. that. Yeah. We well, need- and that's just it, though. Like, if you if you think if you really think about it, a lot of these a lot of these actors like like the attention. They like to be there. They like to you know. But but realistically. There, there are some that, that look at this and say, ah, I, I, you know, I've already been to like, you know, 17 award shows, you know, yeah. between the Golden Globes and the SAG Awards and the Spirit Awards and all the, all the other things that come before. So it, being in the industry, do you like what awards do you feel like are your favorite just from uh, like, okay, this is kind of meaningful. Like we're, you know, maybe. Well, well meaningful. I mean, the, the problem is that the, no matter what, the the Oscars are still kind of the gold standard, even though they they kind of get they, they come so late now that I mean, yeah. Well, they also the Golden very, Globes very political. Well, the Golden Globes, I I feel, are at least a fun time. Like yeah. people go, they sit at round tables. They you know, it's more of like a like a cocktail hour. This the the speeches are a little more roasty, um, you know. But the and, and it's usually a good predictor for what's so going like, to happen. 
It's like but, they don't take themselves so seriously like they do. Yeah, and the foreign press is just kind of like they just like movie stars, so they try to invite everybody, and they just are having. I mean, clearly, it's just people are there to have a good time. Yeah. But um, you know, but I, I don't know. I mean, it, it's it's all gotten a little it's all gotten a little silly these yeah. days. Well, and now they're aren't they televising the SAG Awards now? Yeah, and and then there's the Directors Guild, I believe, has is yeah. usually a pretty prestigious award. You can watch the Spirit Awards on IFC. Oh, the Independent Spirit Awards, yeah, yeah. Although all now kinds they're of... just called the Spirit Awards, right? You can watch all kinds. Of, you can even watch the Razzies now, I think. Uh, but I think that just streaming online. Yeah, and the winner was uh, the Emoji Movie. <laughs> Deservedly so. Oh God, my daughter watched part of that the other day. It is. Like, imagine every horrible, horrible animated movie that you could even fathom. And then who's the who's the guy from uh, Silicon oh, Valley? Silicon Valley, yeah. Uh, T.J. Miller. T.J. Miller is the main character. And imagine him as a child's character, and it's just a child's movie character. It's just, it's abysmal. <laughs> yeah. Fifty Shades of Wrong. <laughs> yeah, it was just, and the whole movie takes place in a phone. <laughs> like that's the universe they've conjured. That's yeah. the universe they've weaved for us. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think of any other. So, any movies that you kind of felt like didn't get their due at Oscar that that we should go check out? Um. Well, I, I would say the the movies I enjoyed the most. Um. I mean, I really did enjoy Three Billboards. I thought it deserved uh, probably more more attention. I mean, obviously the it got some acting awards. Um, uh, I, I enjoyed I, Tanya. It's a, it, that's a fun time. Yeah, I heard, that's, too. I heard that's really good. Uh, I want to see, have you seen Lady Bird? Yeah, I, I think it's a little, um, I, I'll put it this way. Lady Bird is, is a perfect movie for mothers and daughters. Okay. And, and it's, it's a little, I mean, I, I saw, I thought it was good. I thought it was, you know, it was there's nothing groundbreaking about it though. I mean, I, I think it got a little bit overblown. Um, you know, again, I really, I really enjoyed Blade Runner. Um, yeah, so did I. And then Get Out was Get Out really was kind of groundbreaking in terms of of you know horror films at the Oscars. So oh yeah. Well, the other great thing about Get Out is it's not too long. Like it's yeah. the perfect length. It's what about an hour and forty minutes? Yeah. But and really good, just really well acted. It's really, really well tight. plotted. Yeah, like there's no wasted space. Like the Shape of Water, there's just, I mean, they could have easily cut 15 minutes out of it. Blade Runner is probably a little too long. I I would say Baby Driver was probably my favorite movie of last year. Yeah, Baby Driver was really good. Yeah, unfortunately, Kevin Spacey kind of doomed it from getting <laughs> any awards. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> I love the Dave Chappelle bit where he's like talking about Kevin Spacey. Have you seen that one? No. Oh my god. He's all serious. He's like, this is just so horrible, you know. This he raped a kid, you know. The kid was just a kid. He's like fourteen or something, and it's, he's he's all serious, and he's like, that kid's been holding on to that secret for like thirty years or twenty years or something like that, and then he's like. And he couldn't just hold on for another six months so I could see the end of House of Cards. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's horrible. <laughs> that's horrible. <laughs> that's awful. Man. Wow. 
I love what Chappelle can get away with, though. He's like oh, the yeah. only guy that Yeah, him and Barkley are basically the two guys. <laughs> yeah, they can say anything. Well, Louis, Louis C.K. used to be that guy. <laughs> he used to be. He whipped out his wiener. A bunch yeah. Of yeah. Well, here's the best part about Barkley. Barkley was arrested for soliciting prostitution. but <laughs> yeah, yeah, Louis he talks about Louis C.K. too. You really got to watch that episode. Uh, what, what is it? What's it on? Netflix. He's yeah, it's okay. Netflix special. Okay. Talking yeah. about the one woman saying something about Louis C.K., you know. One woman one woman that accused him basically said that you know, she he kind of like ruined her dreams or something like that or I don't know or something. And one of the women, like the accusation was that he asked her while they were on the phone if he could, you know, do gross things. And Dave Chappelle's like, you can't just hang up the phone? Like, <laughs> like, like, that ruined your dreams? Like, I guess your dreams weren't that, like, tough. That... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there was a, uh, yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. yeah he, throws, he throws a little bit of cold water on the uh, the Me Too movement, I guess you could say. Well, probably yeah. a, a dose of needed perspective. Yeah. Um, but, it's, again, it's very hard to... You know, to to say much because look, Hollywood is disgusting. It has been for a very long time. It was it was absolutely time for oh, for yeah, there totally to be some there to be some some reckoning when it comes to that. But again, like with everything in Hollywood, we just can't we can't let the the pen, we can't help but have the pendulum swing a bit too far the other way. And um, you know, it'll even out. And but at least. The good news is that it, it should at least make not be something that gets forgotten about anytime soon. It'll make an impact and and uh, and at least you know tr- curb some of the the behavior that that's gotten as as bad as it has. So you know, and that's a very good thing. But I, um, I totally agree with you. You know, so you know, I don't want people listening to think that we're you know that we're, no, we're giving it short shrift, but at the same time. Yeah, I mean, like anything, like anything, it can become, um, you know, a little witch, a little witch hunty. So yeah, a uh, little, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll we'll talk offline. So yeah, in the, in that uh, vein, uh, I really enjoyed the disaster artist. Although I I have heard James Franco the accusations kind of make him come off like a creep. So well, yeah. we knew that. I mean, well, he yeah. is kind of seems like a creep. So. Well, yeah, he looks like a creep. I mean, everything about the guy is, says creep. He's like the archetypal creep. <laughs> you you so realize, that, Tom, it's archetype, not, not archetype. Arch- well, you know what? I at least spell Dwayne Wade's name, name right. Hey, I told you I'd do that on purpose. You know which well, Dudley. Well, not everyone does it on purpose. You know which nah. Dudley is the correct Dudley. I know which Dudley is the correct Dudley. Okay. So anything you guys want, Tom, anything you want to pitch? You want to tell me well, about I that guy at bought, your office? I should have bought GutterBot 9000 because then it might have saved me from needing to buy RoofBot 11000. Oh no! Yeah, yeah, I need new roof. And when they started pulling off the shingles, it was like, oh look, every single piece of your decking is like either soaking wet, even though it hasn't rained in four days, or so warped because it's been soaking wet. Yikes! So that, yeah, it was a massive expense. Do you have to get a whole new roof? Yeah, whole new roof. Oh my yeah, gosh, that's brutal. Yeah, and that is brutal. 
in the uh, in the tropical rainforest of Southwest Ohio. Exactly. Yeah. Oh man, Oof. that's not fun. That's so, never fun. So, weren't you going to tell us a story about a guy that you work with? Uh, was I? What was the? Yeah, what, what it was the premise. Isn't he the the Kobe guy? Or the Kobe this guy? is a different your friend story. your friend Dwayne. No. Huh? Uh, Wait, uh, how does your friend Dwayne spell Dwayne? D U A N E. Oh uh, yeah, the right way. Yeah, not like well, the old guess, the old school way. I guess this podcast is long in the a little too long in the tooth, so we'll have to wait another day to hear. Who? Well, what coworker though? What was some guy that was that you got into a big thing with, talking smack or whatever? About like Scotty Pippen? No, no, this is more recently. Uh, about basketball, about Kobe. No, I don't even know if it was about basketball. He just told oh. me to remind you to tell you about it. Oh, I, I don't, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that was that was fantastic. What what great radio this is. Yeah, remind me to tell you about it so I, so I can not remember. <laughs> <laughs> well, when we EG, when we had um, dinner, we 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 short briefly played. Are they alive? And uh, who was the one? It was. It was Little Richard. We we were and I, oh, we all thought he was dead. No, he is not, you and my wife alive. thought he was dead. I was I was pretty sure he was still alive. Yeah. Oh no, I thought he did. I thought he was. No, dead. he's still alive. Really? And, and yeah. somehow, because we were talking about Lionel Richie, and I was like, I confused him with Little Richard. <laughs> oh yeah, no, Lionel Richie's definitely still alive. He's right, right, right. He's right. on uh, the new American Idol. Yeah, well, if you watch Little the Richard last night, definitely you know. still alive too. Actually. Yeah, huh. yeah, unequivocally. All right, so I got one for you. I um, didn't even know John Hurd died. Yeah, that was sad. Yeah, sorry. Go ahead. All right, I got I got a couple for you. We'll we'll play real quick. All right, <laughs> no good. Dead or alive, Christopher Lee. Who's Christopher Lee? Like Saruman. Oh yeah, he's dead. Oh yeah, yeah, he's dead. Uh, yep. Rest in <laughs> peace. Okay. Um. Uh, Dan Loria. Who is that? He's the dad in the Wonder Years, <laughs> and he's like Lombardi too in the play. Um, I'm gonna say dead, alive, uh, alive. Oh, oh, you don't give me a chance. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. I tr- I trust that you knew it. Yeah, he's alive. <laughs> <laughs> All as also the dad. In Cold as Ice, the Vanilla Ice uh-huh. movie. <laughs> <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Speaking of great cinematographers, cinematographer from Schindler's List also did Cold as Ice. Really? Oh, what? Uh, no. Yes. That's not true. It's I I I think it's true. <laughs> I can't be right. Ooh, I got one that I don't actually know the answer to. What's that? Okay. Bingo, Bingo Smith, alive or dead? Bingo Smith. Bobby Bingo Bingo's Smith alive. Yeah. I think he's dead. Isn't he dead? I just remember him having health problems recently. <laughs> you don't know the answer? No. I said I don't actually know. I wanted to see if you guys knew. I, you crack me up, Tom. What's, what's your guess? Uh, I think he's dead. 
Ah, I think B- so Bingo too. Wait, I said I dead last year or something. Bingo Smith, according to Wikipedia, is alive. Wow. Okay. All right. You but you, so. you guys remember too? He was not doing well, right? Yeah, I remember him. Wasn't he on the uh, when they did the Miracle Richfield team? Okay, cool as ice. First of all, oh, not, yeah. not yeah. I was looking at I was looking at Cold as Ice, and I'm like, there's oh, only cool a as like, ice. Oh. Cold as Ice. There's only a porn movie called that. But <laughs> cool as Ice, yes. But he was not the director. He was the director of photography, Janusz Kaminski. Yeah. Okay. Cinematographer, yeah. director of photography. What's the difference? It's the same title, just oh, okay. in, different. Yeah. Well, I didn't say director. I said cinematographer. I thought you did. You said director. No, I said a- cinematographer. Anyway. Okay, fine. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, so you were right there. <laughs> wow. We we are we are getting long in the tube. Cool as ice. Oh, that's a great movie. Break it down. I'm about to. Oh wait, no, yeah. that was Chris David Rock. Kellogg David Kellogg directed it just in case you cared. <laughs> okay, so He also directed uh Inspector Gadget the movie. Jerry Lucas, live or dead. He's alive. Jerry Lucas? I don't know. He's like pretty young, isn't he? I'm going alive. E.G. I feel like, like I just saw him the other day. Uh, Jerry Lucas? I think he's alive, right? Yeah, he's alive. Okay. All right. What? Gilbert Arenas, alive or dead? <laughs> he's alive. alive. Actually, he's he, we're both wrong. He's undead. He's a vampire. <laughs> <laughs> um... Vin Baker, alive or dead? He's alive. He just is like became a coach of a college team. Oh, okay. Yeah, like he got because he had a big alcohol problem and he's been sober for a long time now. So, which really uh, awesome for Vin Baker. He was Bobby, good when he was with the Bucks. Vin Baker, Bobby Benia, still collecting a million and a half a year from the Mets or dead? Uh, he's still collecting. He's still collecting. <laughs> Was he getting like a million and a half for life? You're like for the next like 30 years, even though it's been already like 20 years. All right. How about this? Connie Hawkins. The Hawk. Oh, I'm going to say deceased. Nate. I feel like this happened recently. Uh, dead. Yeah. He just died recently. Okay. Here's <laughs> one. Here's one. Jerry Sloan. Oh, he I think Sloan, Sloan's still away. alive. No, he recently still... passed away, I thought. Did he? I think he's still alive. No, he's still alive, but he's got dementia. <laughs> well, that doesn't mean he's dead. <laughs> this, this podcast took a dark turn. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Tristan Thompson's career. Wait, wait, what's the answer? Oh, dead. he's alive. You guys got it right. Dead. Dornell dead. Tristan Thompson's what? Career. Hapless. <laughs> Dead. Okay. Dick Sloan. Or dang it, I got it wrong. Dick Scott. <laughs> I can't even get the Dick Scott. Dick Scott. Uh, I mean, he's got to be dead. He looked really old in the pictures that I could only assume were from the early nineties. Uh, what, what about you, E.G. Dick Scott, former producer of the New Kids. Oh, he's definitely alive. Dick Scott, dead at 73 oh. in 2006. Man. Okay. 
I, I think we, we the, this might have been our jump the shark podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Two hours. Yeah. It was good for it was like good for the first like ninety percent. Yeah, it was. It was it was like a lot of movies. <laughs> it just didn't end well. <laughs> okay, uh, I'm Nate Smith. Uh, this is uh, who, who else we got on this podcast? Evil genius Tom Pestek. Cavs of Black. I need to buy a Larry Nance Jr. So here's my question. Did they start selling the number 24 Nance Jr. jerseys in the team shop? Yeah, and then you have can to... get a full refund. Oh, really? No, but, have... what if, but what if you want to keep it for posterity because there won't be many? do that too. Yeah, it's like a collector's item. It, it's yeah. like that. I still wish I had an Andrew Wiggins Cavs jersey. Or like a Jordan 45. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but the Andrew Wiggins Cavs jersey was even more short-lived. Although yeah, I feel like the Nance Cavs jersey is probably the most short-lived. No, I think the Bogut Cavs jersey is the most <laughs> yeah. short-lived. That lasts I don't know if you could ever actually buy that, though. 50, 53 seconds 53 or something seconds, like that? seconds, yeah. yeah. That was the most short-lived. The shattered leg, the shattered femur. The crack heard jersey. around the world. Was oh, femur, speaking, of crack, speaking of crack, of yeah. there was a Kraken tonight. And, Nate, you did post the, the visual, which yeah. I appreciated. Oh, yeah. There was a Kraken tonight. Because I was Hill. only on my phone tonight, and I couldn't post any visuals. Is it George but, Hill? Uh, yeah, George Hill, baseline to LeBron coming down the, the middle like a yeah, Kraken. Yeah, nice, too. Yeah. They got to do that more often. They could do it now, I think, probably with the interior passing they've got. Hill now that Tristan's gone. Yeah. It's a good play for Jordan Clarkson to just you know be a dart, go baseline, and then have LeBron trailing. Although Jordan Clarkson will have to actually pass it in order yeah. to <laughs> He probably wouldn't do that. I like his aggressiveness, though. I gotta yeah. say, they don't they when the, oh, the Cavs don't have that secondary score, but oh, at least he's got the mindset of one. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, the other I like thing him. is, is he's shooting pretty well. Yeah. He's not like he's a terrible shooter. I mean, yeah. It's only when he jacks up those threes on the run that that those almost never go in. Well, I know the he had the thing one thing is, is he like the... lifts his legs up. Have you noticed that? Like he yeah, leans into it in the air. And then he almost falls over as he lands. Like that can't yeah. be healthy. No, but like I think I I could forgive him the one tonight because he was doing it to try to get the two for one. Yeah, but it was not a good shot. No, but he but it ended up they got the two for one, so you can live with it. Yeah, it, like they scored on the next one. There's that fan again. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> good night, Grandma. Bye. Good night, Grandma. Good night. <laughs> good night, Grandma Smith. Go Cavs. Go Cavs. Go Cavs. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Cavs the Blogs podcast. Check back soon for some more fun with your favorite bloggers.